This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphin and Up podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, all that good stuff, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. There you go. Miami Herald. <laughs> there you go. All right. We're about a week away from the NFL draft. Round one kicks off on Thursday night from Kansas City. As you know, or if you don't know, the Dolphins don't have uh, any picks on the first night in the NFL draft. They have four picks, I believe the fewest uh, in the league for the draft. Um so they'll be a little busy on day two and three, not so much uh, on day one. However, uh, Miami has still been active, uh, improving their roster, adding a South Florida product. Um, they've also been linked uh, more to uh, a top running back in the NFL. Now, it's kind of kind of interesting. We're going to get to that as well as discuss uh, the first quarterback of the 2020 draft class, Jalen Hurts, signing uh, a long-term extension, actually the richest extension in NFL history. Um, what does that mean for Tua uh, as he uh, gets ready to return to the field? OTA or offseason workouts starting this week and OTAs will, uh, will start up in a couple of weeks. We're going to discuss all of that. However, we're going to start um, with the news of late last weekend, uh, Chosen Anderson, uh, former Robbie, <laughs> yeah, the artist formerly known as Robbie Anderson, now Chosen Anderson, um, agreeing to a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Um, grew up in South Florida, I believe he went to South Plantation High School. Um, he is joining the Miami Dolphins. He uh, posted some stuff on his Instagram story uh, late Saturday, uh, where he's unwrapping a tour jersey. He said he's coming home. He is back, three oh five. Um, the latest veteran pass catcher for a wide receiver room that's kind of had a little bit of a shakeup. Trent Sherfield leaves. They re-sign um, River Craycraft. They sign Braxton Barrios from the Jets. Uh, they get Freddie Swain back in the mix. And you still have, you know, guys like Eric Ezukama, the rookie who didn't play much last year. Uh, Cedric Wilson Jr., um, the veteran addition from last offseason who didn't play much as all, at all. There's some questions about his future in Miami. Um Big deal, little deal, no deal with Chosen Anderson. I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna go a little deal. Um, I I, I kind of was kind of confused at, at this move to be honest. Uh, when some of the rumors started percolating on uh, on social media as tend to happen with these deals, um, you know, it was kind of an afterthought. Uh, uh, this past season he set career lows. Um, starting the year off with uh the. Carolina Panthers um, a week after Matt Rule, who um, he who who was coach, who coached him back in Temple Ave a week after he was fired. Um, there's an incident with uh, the position coach, um, Steve Wilkes, the interim coach, kicks him out of the game, tucks him into the locker room, and he subsequ- subsequently uh, traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, again, career low numbers. However, um, in 2020, his first season in Carolina, he put up career numbers, 95 catches, 1,000 yards, couple uh touchdowns added to it. He he's a deep threat. I mean he he 
you know, when he came with the Jets, um, that's what he was. Um, and, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, hey, this is a guy with speed. You know, Mike McDaniel loves speed. Um, so in that aspect, he's going to fit right in with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. But I also love the fact that, um, I mean, he's a legitimate, like, veteran pass catcher. You know, I, I believe he's about 28 years old, going to be 29. Um, the, the Dolphins really don't have a lot of depth behind Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Like, God forbid one of those guys gets hurt, um, which wasn't the case this past season, but God forbid um, that really takes away a lot of what, uh, the Dolphins want to do. I mean, the engine of that offense is Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. So for me, um, I don't, I mean, it's a one year deal. Dolphins don't have a lot of money. So I'm sure that they're not giving him a ton of money. It might be a vet minimum type deal. Um, so there's no guarantees he's even going to make the roster. But if he does, um, that's a veteran guy who could step in if one of those guys gets hurt. Um, if not, you know, it, it, it's a good depth regardless. Uh, big deal, little deal, no deal for Chosen Anderson. Yeah. Uh, nice deal, <laughs> nice deal. Because, look, it's it's one it's one year. You're not risking anything. You're re- very low risk. Um, as you said, probably low. It's low money. Um, and it gives them a guy who can. He can, you know, he's, he's a deep threat, and he can. He's fast, and um, he's still fast. And it's not like his speed went anywhere. Um, so it, I can see him if, you know, Hill or Waddle go down with injury. I can see him just giving them give, when they need a blow, you know, for a few snaps. You know, it keeps that, it keeps that threat out there that, okay, you know, okay, Tyree kills on the sidelines, but. You know, they they may still might, you know, we still you still gotta respect the man out there. You still gotta respect the speed that's out there and give that its room. Because that that's the whole the whole offense works off of you know, the fear of the quick strike and how the defense reacts to that, and then the offense taking advantage of that reaction. If once you lose that threat, well then you know, the offense doesn't look so hot. And Robbie Anderson, I think, keeps that threat in the game. And you no, know, even if, you know, you say if uh Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle are on the sidelines. And, you know, if, you know, I know how well he can play inside. Yeah, he took some. He took some slot. He yeah, took some yeah. slot snaps, maybe about but, thirty you know, percent a year. So he, I he would be interested it. if he ma- if he makes the roster. I would be interested in a few snaps. I would, you know, I'd have him out there in a three wide receiver set with them and watch, you know, and you know, watch defensive backs start throwing up and like you know, going. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, nice deal. Nice deal. And then, you know, it's uh it's like low risk for the Dolphins. Yeah. So what's what's you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And and he and you know, the Dolphins haven't lost anything. Um the only person who's lost anything is, you know, chosen Nay Robbie. Um, you know, who's lost to another team you know, in, in the NFL and lost another year of his career. Uh, but, 
you know, I have to think, I can't believe he's like, you know, I don't think he's washed or burned out or slowed. I, I, I mean, he's, he's a heck of a number three wide receiver. I'll say, yeah, if you have a guy yeah. he's 29 right now. So, I mean, if you have a guy who um, yeah. just, just about two seasons ago, he's coming off in a thousand yard season. Hmm. And if he still has that, that deep speed, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty dang good number three wide receiver. Yeah. And so it's, it's, a, it's a nice deal. It's, it's fine. It's fine. And uh, it's, you know, like I say, it's, it's, it adds one more element, one more possibly dangerous element if he makes the roster. And, um, and it, you know, also, you know, he is a veteran wide receiver. Um, it'd be interesting to see the mix. And, and let me tell you what, a one-year deal, you definitely know where you stand when they give you a one-year deal. And he, and he, you know, he's, he'll, he can add a certain veteran presence, but he also, like, if he has any self-awareness, he knows, he knows the deal. Yeah, like this he is time. where he is. He yeah, this is an opportunity to really, you know, you know, really make, really have an opportunity to take advantage of that opportunity. Right. Twenty nine. He's, you know, he's he's had he's gotten a big deal before. Um, you know, he was cut by the he's cut by the uh, the Cardinals uh, a couple of weeks back, about a month ago or so. Um, so you know, he's definitely aware. You know, this is a big opportunity for him. You know, coming back home as well. And the name the name changes apparently about you know about a new beginning and new new thing. So, you know, that's. Good, you know, could be good for both. Uh, could be, you know, nothing for the Dolphins, bad for Mr. Anderson. And uh, so, yeah, n- nothing by any means guaranteed here. Like I said, a one year deal. They got a log jam with a lot of wide receivers, a lot of uh, viable wide receivers. But again, behind Tyree Kill, James Waddle, he's definitely um, the, the most uh, accomplished. All right, switching gears from uh, a player that the Dolphins have already brought in to one that they could potentially bring and have been linked to. Um, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook. Um, his future in Minnesota is a bit in question. Um, he has three years remaining on a five-year extension he signed in 2020. Um, only $2 million in base salary guaranteed. There's been some rumblings that he you know, he could be traded, be cut. He's looking for a new deal with some money. His agent has been talking as well. Uh, so there's a lot going on. And Dolphins, as tends to be the case, are right in the middle of this. Um, bookies.com, a gambling website, um, they have the Dolphins as the favorites to land uh, Dalvin Cook if he plays on, on a new team in 2023. Um, plus 20 favorites, and the Vikings are 300. Um, now, our own Barry Jackson has reported um, several times over the past couple weeks or so um, from the beginning of free agency that um, some discussions between the Dolphins and the Vikings um, have taken place on a trade for Dalvin Cook, but, you know, they didn't really progress um, because of, you know, just a disagreement or not coming to an agreement on, uh, you know, the adequate trade compensation. Um, Dalvin Cook, I believe, is 27 years old, going to be 28 soon. Um, if he's not already 28, um, he's been in the league for a couple of years, has had some injuries, um, kind of been nicked up here and there over the years. He actually underwent um, surgery for a torn labrum. Um, so again, I don't say an older back, but he is approaching 30. Um, he likely, kind of similar to the Jalen Ramsey situation, got a couple years left on the deal, but not guaranteed money. So if he's traded, probably going to want a new deal to you know stay with that team or whatnot and you know really be all in. Um, but the question is, I mean, we talked about this with Derrick Henry a couple of weeks back or, you know, when free agency was uh, first getting ready to start. 
um, should the Dolphins be all in on Dalvin Cook? Because they have already brought back, you know, all four running backs from last year. We've talked a lot about how we feel about the running game, saying that we think the running backs are more than serviceable. Mike McDaniel has vouched for his top two guys, uh, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. But um, in your eyes, should the Dolphins be all in on the South Florida product? And if so, uh, what are you giving up? Are you willing to give up some draft compensation, uh, significant draft compensation with Cook? Wow. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a, just as a running back in general, just, you know, taking not counting systems or whatever, um, just taken in the box of them as running back. Dalvin Cook is a better running back, obviously, than anybody the Dolphins have on their roster. That is correct. That's not an insult to anybody on the Dolphins roster. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the NFL. And uh, when he stays healthy. And Boy, it really does depend on what what you're talking about giving up. Um, and I gotta, I gotta ask. I don't, you, I don't know if you give up. Like, I, do you, I'll, I'll put it this way: um, if you're gonna trade for him, I'm assuming you probably got to come off a day two pick. I mean, the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings are trading away one of the better, one of the best running backs in the NFL. In addition, in addition to giving him a contract. Uh, that either makes him one of, if not the highest paid running back in the NFL and includes some form of significant gain. That, that's, that's my understanding. Cause that's what happened with Jalen Ramsey. I mean, right. like, it was a little bit, bit of a different situation because the Rams were clearly trying to get rid of veterans. I mean, they just traded Allen Robinson to the Steelers and they're agreeing to pay for that contract. Uh, the, the guarantee. So like that, that told you where they were at, you know, they got rid of him. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey for, I believe a third round pick and a tight end. Um, you know, Hunter Long that wasn't planned. And then the Dolphins sweeten the pot by giving him a new deal that essentially keeps him in Miami for, you know, the next two years. Um, so again, given you know that they've been all in, they've they've invested a lot of money. We talked about that. Are you willing to do that? Um, you know, if if that's what it takes to get him, or are you taking your chances and saying if he gets cut, then we'll see what we can do. And if not, then we'll roll what we have. Because I'm of the mindset that. It makes you better, but it's like how much? Like on the yeah. on the margin, it's like how much? I and mean, we talked about Derrick Henry too. Like, and and it's kind of yeah. the same thing for me. That offense is this offense is so much predicated on getting the ball in the hands of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. And I even would say I've said it several times during the season. I'd be like, any play that doesn't end up in the hands of Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, is kind of a waste. Um, Obviously, I know you can't give it to them. Every I, I think that's a, I think that's an over. I think that's an yeah, over, yeah. I know, that's I know, a way I know. overstatement. Now I know and you can't. Part do of that. the problem is that they, they kept they kept they kept trying to put that ball in that hand, force the ball. But you, but you know what I but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. They are but you know what I mean. They're the crux. They're the focal point of this offense. We know that they can run the ball better. We know that they can run the ball more. But it's like again, you got two guys that are averaging four. And I have close to five yards per carry. That's what Dalvin right. Cook was averaging last year as well. I mean, they, right? Like, you know so how much you, more is it worth? It? And I think they can make the money work if they wait it out because they're going to get thirteen million dollars from Byron Jones and on June one. So I I think they can make the money work. But in terms of like 
the diminishing returns, the marginal value. I know I'm kind of getting into like economics, but you know, knowing that you might have to give up some significant money, not only this year, but next year when you're already kind of tied up tight against the cap, is it is it worth it? I know people are saying go all in, all in, all in. Um, but you have to think about the future in some way. You can't completely and bankrupt you, the future or mortgage the future. You have to have it's it's almost like there's only one football per play. <laughs> and I think Dalvin Cook, yeah, he's you know, is he better than most right, right, just in a in a vacuum, yes. Is he better in this system than they are? Probably, but as you said, how much better? It's sort it's sort of like back in the old days when you had a the very old days, you know, when you had a nice stereo system, do you spend three thousand dollars on a turntable? You know, the it'll it'll sound better. Your records will sound better. You know, Miles Davis will sound better. But is it really that much better than what you got? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I just if you it, it feels like you know kind of an expensive you know expensive toy and, and it and it feels like hey let's just slap this you know all together and you know I don't know just kind of let's put this you know Pro Bowl roster together and it's all going to work out and it's funny how often that doesn't work out in the NFL. And well, the NHL too, but um, but in these very team games, there's a you know there's a meshing that needs to happen, and uh, you know if it it's different when you have guys who start with a team and they all come up together and they grow together and everything, but when you start bringing pieces in and putting them together like that. It's funny how often that doesn't work out as well as it seemingly should. And um, like you said, like, like, okay, you know, here's, you look at their yards per carry last year of uh, Mostert and Wilson. And it's right around what Dalvin Cook's yards per carry were in in Minnesota. And again, He's a better running back. Is he that much a better running back in this system than they are? Like if this was a system where, you know, they're looking to to run the ball 30 times a game and you know, right. the priorities were in a different way, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But it's like, all right, I'm getting, giving a lot of targets to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Obviously the offense is going to be better, but it's not, it's not, it's not like Madden and, you know, we're playing without the, Exact implications and whatnot. And I think the money is definitely a sticking point. Um, Chris Greer is always on the phone, always talking about deals. I'll say this. If I'm Chris Greer, um, I call the Vikings bluff. Um, I'm not giving up a day two pick for for him, um, for Cook as good as he is. Um, and then the money as well, depending on what he wants. Um, again, he has three years remaining and only $2 million in base. Like the signing bonus, he already – he got that as soon as he signed the dotted line. But in terms of the base salary that's guaranteed, it's only $2 million over the next three years. So I'm 100% sure, certain he wants a new deal. If he, you know, regardless whether it's the Vikings, whether it's from whatever team is acquiring him, he wants a new deal. Um, So I call, if it's me, I call the Vikings bluff. We know how the NFL feels about running backs. I'm not giving up 
you know, I'll get a, a, a fourth rounder maybe, but a fifth rounder. And then we'll see about the financials. If, you know, if that doesn't work, I'll wait till they cut him. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do there. Um, they have the money, but it's like in terms of the money that it would require on a multi-year deal, um, you know, re- redoing that. I, I don't know if I would go there right now. And yeah. And also, you know, also there's the, I mean, there is the health, there is a health issue. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that that's also factoring into it. The fact that, you know, again, he is 27, so he's going into his age 28 season, you know. You know, no, he's, he's, still got, uh, he's still got a few a few years left before you start really seeing the, you know, de, you know, depreciation, theoretically, usually. But, uh, you know, there's already been some, you know, already been some injury issues and reliability issues. So, but like I said, he's, he is a better running back than anybody on the Dolphins roster in a vacuum. I just don't know that it's, I don't know that it's worth jumping through all the hoops you need to jump through and doing all the stuff you need to do to get him here. And then, you know, it, I think I can very easily see this not working on the field the way you think it's going to work or the way you would want it to work. And that's too easy to see. Um, and maybe I'm pessimistic um, by, you know, by, by nature, but I, it just, it's, that's too easy to see. So I'm just saying, okay, you know what? We're going to do, you know, let's roll with what you got. Uh, that was their instinct. Clearly they, you know, they're bringing back the running backs they had. So, you know, stay with that instinct and, you yeah. know, roll with that. And, you know, let's, you know, let somebody else, let somebody else take, you know, take Dalvin Cook, who, you know, and you'll be, you'll be fine unless like, you know, he winds up on, you know, I don't know, the bills or something like that. <laughs> And then yeah, that, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be good at all. Tim yeah. teaming up with his uh with his younger brother James Cook and tormenting the Dolphins for the next. Right, that'd be, that'd be worst case scenario. And then, um, yeah, you'll see him keeping you out of the Super Bowl again for another two years. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not a big, not a. They've made the moves they think they they probably should make, or you know, they've. Sometimes the best trade you make, not the one you don't make. I think that might be a case here. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, no, no clarity yet with what the Dolphins would do there. Obviously, again, the, the draft is a week away. It looks like they've also been scouting a lot of running backs as well. Um, but for for sure, Dalvin Cook is one of the uh the best running backs in, in the NFL. I mean, we saw that um when the Vikings played down here and he uh broke that game open late with that big run. So we'll see what happens there. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the other side of things, uh, Jalen Hurts, he was Tua Tungabaloa's teammate at Alabama, his draft mate in the 2020 class, and now he's the first quarterback in that class to sign a big deal. It's Tua next. But what do you got to see from him to give up that big money? Uh, we're going to be back soon, so stay locked with us. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphin and that podcast with Davey Neal talking all things Dolphins. Now, on Monday, uh, first member, first quarterback in the 2020 draft class uh, signed a big record-breaking extension. That is Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Second round pick. Uh, not the first, not the second, not the third, I don't believe, not the third, uh, not the fourth <laughs> quarterback taken, but he is the first one to get a new deal. Uh, he and Philadelphia agreeing to a five-year, $255 million extension the richest in NFL history. Um, this deal also comes with a no-trade clause, um, the first in Eagles franchise history. Um, it includes $110 million fully guaranteed at signing um, and $179 million uh, in total guarantee. Like, this is big money, um, and <laughs> deservingly so, after a breakout season, uh, leading his team to the Super Bowl. Um, and quickly, a lot of people got to thinking, what does that mean for Tua Tungvaluwa? He's also eligible for an extension, as is Joe Burrow, as is Justin Herbert. Uh, we do know that Tua is under contract through the 2024 season. Um, so the Dolphins still have Tua under contract under contract for two years. And honestly, if healthy, we always talk about health. We're going to get into that, but it, it's kind of a kind of a bargain right now um, for somebody who led the NFL in passer rating this past season. Um, two years, 32 million dollar cap hit. Um, could be one of the best bargains in the NFL, but pose this question to you. Um, because Tua is eligible for an extension this offseason, what do you need to see this upcoming season? How many games do you need to play? What do you need to see in order to feel comfortable giving Tua uh, that type of money? Because the ability is there. We always say it. Um, but the fact of the matter is injuries have been a legitimate concern with him. What do you need to see in order to feel comfortable given to a, a five-year, 250-plus million-dollar deal. 16 games? Let's start with that. 16 out of 17 regular season games. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll, – I'll give you – I can give you a break. I can give you a break for one, you know, give you a, give you a little freebie there. You know, not, 15, not 15. Not can, 15. Can, can, can we 15? Uh, no, 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 no. You, you, you used it. You used up. <laughs> He, if he had played every game, you know, or, or or almost every game for the first three seasons, then you'd go with 15, you know, because, okay, you miss two games. That's kind of a, you know, be a big sort of fluky thing. But no, no. Um, you know, you want to see near, at or near, every week showing up. And you know, I, I, we understand you don't want don't want you don't want the man to play with a concussion. Okay, that's that's just you don't want you don't you don't want people to play with serious injuries or with you know things that just puts himself in danger. You do, however, if you're going to give somebody serious money, you want 
good attendance. You want present every week. You know, you don't you don't want drama about who's you know, am I is who's going to be starting a quarterback and who's going to be finishing the game at quarterback. You don't want that drama. You want to know, you know, barring something really unusual happening, you know, you know, I know, I know who's going to start the game and he's going to, I know he's going to finish the game and I know I'm going to see him again next week and two weeks from now and three weeks from now and four weeks from now. I mean, it's, that's, you know, I, uh, that's the first thing. Um, other than that, he's another season showing, you know, again, showing, putting forth the kind of performance he did last year when he was healthy in most games. And even an improvement on that performance. Because there were some games where it's like, you know, I, I, you know, the San Diego game comes to mind. Um we don't want to see you don't want to see that more than once or twice a season. Uh so yeah, that's what you want to see. You want to see consistency of you know appearance and consistency of performance at a very good to great level. Yeah. I do not disagree with you at all. Um might be a little more lenient on the number of games needing to be played. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I think that the, the ability will be there. Um, I, I expect similar, if not um, an improvement on the numbers from last year or just the, the level of play that we saw in um, 2022. Because honestly, in, in some aspects, especially during the, the height, the peak of, you know, that play in October and, and November, um, you know, some of the stuff Tua was doing in terms of efficiency was like actually historic. Like if you, you know, went to the deeper stats and whatnot, it was like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady level of um, efficiency in terms of like single season numbers. Um, so I don't expect much drop off in terms of play and potentially an improvement on play because it's the second year in the system, more continuity, all that, all that stuff. Um, I will say just overall, it makes for a very, this, this year is very, very interesting. Very, very interesting because um you know, I, I don't, I'm not a pressure guy or the, the stakes, but like there is a lot of pressure on Tua. Um, Cause uh, you know, I, I like to say that perception is oftentimes, you know, that's reality. You know, we talk about perception, but that often comes, you know, the narrative or whatnot. Um, the narrative for the 2023 Miami Dolphins is that this is one of the most complete teams in the league. Um, you know, you have the wide receivers, you have the potential with the running game. You have a defense that's expected to be elite. Um, the only question mark, legitimate question mark outside the offensive line, you know, legitimate question mark outside the offensive line is like, can Tua stay healthy? And I know Barry wrote about it um, today. It's like, I mean, we, we, nobody, nobody can say like Tua doesn't know. We don't know. The team doesn't know. Um, in a perfect world, he plays great. He stays on the field for just about every game plus every regular season game plus the postseason um even if it doesn't end in a super bowl you know if you lose enough lose in the playoffs or whatever at least you have the satisfaction of knowing that he can stay healthy because the, the questions are going to be legit like is this are these head injuries are these concussions 
um, you know, just kind of a one-off or a two-off, three-off, whatever you want to say, or is it like a legitimate concern? In a perfect world, team moves past that, that doesn't, you know, come up again. And the Dolphins, you know, next offseason, they'll gladly go to negotiate and say, oh, I'm not sure if they even had talks. I don't, I'm not under the impression that an extension is going to come this year in any way, shape, or form. And if I'm Tua, I probably want, honestly, I probably want another year to, to prove, you know, I can not only sustain this level of play, but stay healthy. Where it gets tricky is um, not even, well, I would say this is probably worst case scenario, truly, if you get a season like we had this past year where the play is there, but he's misses, you know, I mean, he missed five games, including the playoff, including the playoffs. Yeah. You know, if you start to miss, you know, six games, it's like, all right, we know he's there. You know, we know he can play, but he's not available. That's where it gets tough. Um, Cause you know, again, they have him under contract for, for, for two more years. So um, he's going to be a quarterback for 2023 and a perfect world. He's a quarterback for 2024 on a relatively, you know, let me find the numbers. The fifth year option is $23 million. I mean, if you're getting high end caliber quarterback play at $23 million, that's that's a bargain. So the Dolphins could, you know, string this out for two years. But where it gets tough is if, you know, you're kind of in that gray area where it's like, all right, we know you can play, but you're just not available on a consistent enough basis for us. Because yeah. um, not only does that raise questions about, continue to raise questions about Tua, um, you're in the middle ground, you know, like you can't, legitimately commit 250 plus million dollars and and keep in mind the numbers that Jalen Hurts just signed um that's the new that's the new floor I mean when Justin Herbert signs the deal I don't even know what that's gonna look like when Joe Burrow signs that deal I don't know what that's gonna look like and if Lamar Jackson ever signs this deal I mean the 255 million dollars and 179 in guarantees that hurt sign that's the floor now so and if Tua plays well and, and it's healthy um you can expect he's going to ask for more cuz that's just how the market goes um but it gets tough if you have a situation like the 2022 season where either concussions pop up or just some other injury concern pops up that limits his availability and keeps him in and out of the lineup um so for Tua's sake you know i hope he can stay healthy um cuz i think that the play is going to – I have no questions about the play. Um, you know, will he be able to sustain it late in the season? I think those are some very legitimate questions um, based off what, what we saw last year. Uh, but I have no question that he's going to be, um, you know, worthy of, you know, that discussion, those types of numbers by his by his play. I think his play will merit that. Um, but, you know, the fact is we just don't know. You said it. We've all said it. We all can admit it. We just don't know whether um, the concussion specifically will be a one-off or if there will be something else that may pop up and limits his availability. Um, so, I mean, 2023 is a very big year. I think that um, if all goes well after 2023, if he can stay on the field, I think the Dolphins would be more than happy to um, extend him, give him a deal um, that rewards him for, you know, the level of work that he's put in and what, what he's produced on the field. Um, but it could get really tricky if, you know, he sustains those nicks and bruises and something pops up that uh, keeps him off the field uh, for a second. Well, really not even a second straight season, but for another season. Again. Yeah, again. yeah. yeah. Like he, because he, because it, it's always been something, you know, it's been it's been a little yeah. stuff. It's And and again, it, the little stuff adds up, but it's been the ribs. It's been the finger. Now what? it's the concussions, which is a lot more serious. So we what just don't ever? know. Because that's, that's what the history, the history has told us yeah. that two is going to miss some time. It's unfortunate, but that's what the history and, and trends has, has told and, us. And you can't 
devote a lot of money to a guy. You can't devote, you know, big stupid money to a guy that who you autom- who you think at such a key position that you think, okay, now I now my next move is let me get his back, back his backup position squared away because I know I'm going to need that guy for you know three or four games. Yeah, you know you you can't you know you can't you can't go into a you can't be you can't work that way in the NFL. You just can't. You know you need a good backup quarterback. Everybody you know you want a good backup quarterback, but you also want a backup quarterback with the thought that not with the thought that I'm, you're never going to use him or you're never going to need to use him, not with the thought of, oh, yeah, this is going to be necessary for about, you know, three to five games a year. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it, this season will obviously, I mean, it's it's a big season for Tua personally, uh, his personal finances, and uh the obviously the Dolphins team fortunes and that's what's gonna make this awfully interesting kind of come the fall. Um so yeah there's a lot of expectations for this team and you know I said before that Tyreek and Jalen are the the focal points of this offense with Tua, you know, is definitely, you know, the straw that makes you know <laughs> makes it all go you know that stirs it all together um you know we, we saw how He's, this offense struggled when he when he was out of the lineup and I think that um you could point to a lot of stuff I think it's truly a testament to you know how well he runs this offense when he's in the lineup so uh we'll, we'll see I know um the office and workout program uh started Monday so we should be speaking to him um very soon um, as well as the uh, Dolphins' top decision makers as they come together for their pre-draft presser with the draft just a week away. All right, well, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in that podcast. I want to thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. A reminder to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. We're one week away from the draft, so we're going to have a ton of content leading up to the draft. Uh, the weekend of the draft, we're going to have a ton of content the week after the draft. Uh, getting you up to date and getting you uh, informed with the newest members of the Miami Dolphins. Um, definitely, as always, want to stay live to the Miami Herald. Um, we'll be back next week to preview the draft, our expectations, what we want to see the Dolphins do, um, and give some predictions for what is always a fun weekend. Um, we'll be back next week, but until then, you guys take care. See you.